Hello. Welcome to Bible Bedtime. I am Dana, and I am so glad that you're here tonight. If this is your first time listening to Bible Bedtime, and <laughs> every episode is somebody's first episode, then I welcome you. Here at Bible Bedtime, it is my goal to provide a resting place for your busy mind. I read a full chapter from the Bible, and in each season, I alternate between the Old Testament and the New until one of the books ends before the other, and then I just focus on what's left of that book. For example, in season two, I am reading from Exodus in the Old Testament and from Mark in the New. Mark is much shorter than Exodus, so I finished Mark a couple of weeks ago, and now I am focusing only on Exodus. When I finish Exodus, it will be the end of season two. I appreciate those of you who have reached out on our Facebook page. If you've not done so yet, please join our Facebook page where I'll post information on upcoming episodes or news or inspiration. But if you have a, a prayer request, I would love to hear how I could pray for you. And if you'd like, I can even share it with our Bible bedtime community. We can all be praying for you. And being able to pray for each other is a blessing. You can reach out through Facebook or on Patreon and I read every message and I take them to heart. If you feel led to support Bible Bedtime, there are expenses associated <laughs> with this podcast. It would bless me for you to make a love offering through Patreon. It could just be a one-time contribution or it could be a monthly. And this allows you to have more access to full readings of full books as well as other benefits. It is my goal to 
avoid the temptation of advertising on this podcast. Even though I've been approached about advertising, I'm hesitant because I personally find them distracting. And distracting you would completely go against my intention of this podcast and I'm not planning to wander from that. Now, before we read from God's Word, it's time to settle down. Right now, I would like you to take the biggest breath you have taken all day. Right now, just one. Here we go. Oh, excellent. What you've done is you have flooded your body with oxygen and other chemicals that are needed for your body to function. That oxygen goes from your lungs into your bloodstream and through your bloodstream it travels throughout your entire body. And when you breathe out, you're breathing out everything your body has processed and wants to be rid of. It's an exchange. And it's vital to life. Now as you've settled in, You've closed your eyes. You've put away anything that is distracting you. You've nestled into your bed, your favorite position. And you're ready to take just three deep breaths, as is our habit. Here we go. One. Exodus 21, where God continues to give Moses laws that the Israelites should abide by. If you buy a Hebrew servant, he is to serve you for six years, but In the seventh year, he shall go free without paying anything. If he comes alone, he is to go free alone. 
But if he has a wife, when he comes, she is to go with him. If his master gives him a wife and she bears him sons or daughters, the woman and her children shall belong to her master and only the man shall go free. But if the servant declares, I love my master and my wife and children and do not want to go free, then his master must take him before the judges. He shall take him to the door or the doorpost and pierce his ear with an awl. Then he will be his servant for life. If a man sells his daughter as a servant, she is not to go free as men servants do. If she does not please the master who has selected her for himself, he must let her be redeemed. He has no right to sell her to foreigners because he has broken faith with her. If he selects her for his son, he must grant her the rights of a daughter. If he marries another woman, he must not deprive the first one of her food, clothing, and marital rights. If he does not provide her with these three things, she is to go free without any payment of money. Anyone who strikes a man and kills him shall surely be put to death. However, if he does not do it intentionally, but God lets it happen, he is to flee to a place I will designate. But if a man schemes and kills another man deliberately, take him away from my altar and put him to death. Anyone who attacks his father or his mother must be put to death. Anyone who kidnaps another and either sells him or still has him when he is caught must be put to death. Anyone who curses his father or mother must be put to death. If men quarrel and one hits the other with a stone or with his fist and he does not die but is confined to bed, the one who struck the blow will not be held responsible. If the other gets up and walks around outside with his staff. However, he must pay the injured man for the loss of his time and see that he is completely healed. If a man beats his male or female slave with a rod 
and the slave dies as a direct result, he must be punished. But he is not to be punished if the slave gets up after a day or two, since the slave is his property. If men who are fighting hit a pregnant woman and she gives birth prematurely, but there is no serious injury, the offender must be fined whatever the woman's husband demands and the court allows. But if there is serious injury, you are to take life for life. Eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot, burn for burn, wound for wound, bruise for bruise. If a man hits a manservant or maidservant in the eye and destroys it, he must let the servant go to compensate for the eye. And if he knocks out the tooth of a manservant or maidservant, he must let the servant go free to compensate for the tooth. If a bull gores a man or a woman to death, the bull must be stoned to death and its meat must not be eaten. But the owner of the bull will not be held responsible. If, however, the bull has had the habit of goring, and the owner has been warned, but has not kept it pinned up, and it kills a man or woman, the bull must be stoned, and the owner must also be put to death. However, if payment is demanded of him, he may redeem his life by paying whatever is demanded. This law also applies if the bull gores a son or daughter, if the bull gores a male or female slave, the owner must pay 30 shekels of silver to the master of the slave, and the bull must be stoned. If a man uncovers a pit or digs one and fails to cover it, and an ox or donkey falls into it, the owner of the pit must pay for the loss. He must pay its owner, and the dead animal will be his. If a man's bull injures the bull of another and it dies, they are to sell the live one and divide both the money and the dead animal equally. However, if it was known that the bull had the habit of goring, yet the owner did not keep it penned up. The owner must pay animal for animal, and the dead animal will
23, a Psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord. The Lord's Prayer, which is found in Matthew 6. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from the evil one. 